0: Hello and welcome back to Her Side, Her Side Podcast. Uh, My name is Ben Lee, I'm your host and yeah, just welcome back to another episode. You know, um, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, like, I've been so busy but I haven't produced an episode. So I was like, oh, that's literally been my main priority. And I hope that you guys have started this new month with just clarity to be honest I hope that you guys have learned lessons from the previous month and you can apply that those lessons now into April I started out strong so I hope that you guys are aligned (laughs) with me as well and yeah I was just very looking forward to this this episode because I felt as though it's an episode that needs to be like said it's all about just the things that's happened this week it's more of a this episode is more of like one of my previous episodes the unwinding one that i did with my friend marianne but just simply this is just with me so yeah so it's more of a casual just chit chat unwinding i think um, like my previous episodes the episodes i've been producing so far have literally been one of those unwinding sessions anyway so yeah there's nothing really different but i really wanted to talk about like this this week in particular because so many things have happened and yeah it's just been one of those weeks where it has to be talked about just for memory's sake you know and yeah I'm gonna be talking about a range of things from the death of Richard Okorigehi, Sarah Everard, DMX, Prince Philip, (laughs) Prince Philip, Um, and something that I learned as well this week through YouTube, I learned something. So yeah, it all ties into exactly what I'm going to say. But yeah, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode and I hope that you continue listening. I first want to start off by just like stating my condolences To all those who have lost their lives this week, uh, in particular those who have been shown in the media, and the ones that I really resonate with especially is Richard, Richard Okorugee. Just for those who don't know who Richard uh, was, he was a 19 year old student from South London I believe, uh, who went missing on the 22nd of March and essentially I think he was going to go see a couple friends he traveled and he was going to see a couple friends and it was reported that you know he didn't arrive to his friend's house or none of them saw him and he was last seen in the direction of uh, Ladbroke Grove so I think that's in South or West I can't remember and yeah he was last seen on the 22nd and he sent his mum a text saying i think he said i love you or usually he would just be in contact with his mum 24 7. so yeah his mum reported that she that he had gone missing because he thought that it was she she thought that it was a bit bizarre considering that he had sickle cell and normally would only leave to go to the hospital for his regular blood transfusions or just like to simply just take a breath a breath of fresh air so his mum was really worried and it was just abnormal so she had contacted the police and essentially what the police were saying was that you know like he's a 19 year old boy yeah he probably went to go like do whatever like it wasn't serious and i just think it's a bit ironic um uh he this this was march like this is march 22nd i think yeah like she contacted the police as soon as like as soon as and the police completely disregarded it and we have now only um received the news that he has passed away and his body was found in a pond in essex and what was weird was, was the fact that like uh what they what they are considering weird... What I consider weird... The whole world considers weird... Is the fact that... You know... Like he... The, the way he died... Was just a bit weird... Like there was... People saying as if... The, I think the police were saying... As if there was no third party involved... When really that's not really the case... When we see CCTV... Him walking casually... At time of night... And then like... There's nothing from that... And then... You know them saying that he was mysteriously found in a pond in a pond you know not even like on the ground or something like do you know what I mean in a pond so uh, I don't know my like that story that it's not even a story because it's someone's real life like it's, it's someone's actual life and the fact that he's an only child just even hits it even more I was thinking to myself I was like you know like this could literally be a friend of mine he was 19 19 so this would literally be a friend of mine he could be my brother like he could be anyone and it hit me because it's like his mom went to the people who were supposed to help her and they just completely disregarded it and you can't not blame you can't not you know dictate this action towards race. And then people are going to be like, oh, yeah, you're bringing up the race card and da-da-da. I'm like, yes, because you can't deny race is in everything. A race is in everything. Because I'm comparing the situation to Sarah Everard. Okay, yeah, Sarah Everard was a 31-year-old woman who was killed by a member of the same people that are supposed to protect us. And what's ironic about that was that everyone not saying that everyone did pay the more uh pay pay attention to richard but it's like you could sense that there was more inclined into that and i even bring i even bring up the case of freaking madeline mcclain if you're from the uk you already know about this girl and the fact that she's been missing since i was like seven years old yeah well i, I don't know <laughs> it's been a little bit longer than that since i was like i don't know I don't know how old she'd be right now, but I'd say she'd be in her late teens, yeah, this woman has, this girl, this young girl has been missing for ages, yeah, and the police have funded so much money into her, into, like, her finding, like, for them to find her, but yet this Richard, it's only when, you know, social media came into play, when everyone was literally wondering where the hell he could be, and only when they were putting his mom on the media saying oh please Richard if anyone knows where he is da, 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 da. but yeah what I what I find funny was that the fact that you know the same people that kind of like discasted her dis dismantled her pleading her appeal to the like you know to the police on, on to finding her son are the same people who were like who were trying to you know, trying to find her son now that the media was on them, and the world of social media was on them, and um, like, truly my condolences to Richard's mother, and to Richard, knowing that he, again, is another black male, black person who has been let down by the police, and you know, I don't have an expectancy when it comes to the police, but you know, i don't know it's hard it's hard because i just kept thinking i was like to myself like, i was like i i actually want to know if he's okay like i ha- i had i had never had that much interest usually like people would be like yeah people go missing all the time and i'm like yeah and i care but something about richard i was like because he was probably like so close of age so close of age he's a student and he literally <laughs> his face actually reminded me of a friend of mine and I was like, oh gosh, like he actually reminded me of a friend of mine. And the fact that, yeah, I was just like, you know what? He could be, he could be, more, he could have been my friend. He could have been my brother. He could have been my neighbor. He could have been anyone. I don't know. Yeah. Really, rest in peace, Richard. Um, you know, never forgotten. I didn't know him, but definitely, you know, resonated with everything everything to do with how with him and like all I keep thinking about, I really, I prayed about it I prayed about like his, his mother, his family, I prayed about their well-being and that they get through about this they get through this and yeah, and come out stronger because if you didn't <laughs> I don't know the police <laughs> oh gosh, you know it is what it is It's not what it is, but, like, I'm just talking in terms of the police. I (laughs) they just continue to prove my distrust. And that's why, bear in mind, from that, that's why I always, 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 like, um, I'm starting to kind of take my own advice. I make sure that I know my rights. Like, literally, there's so much information on the internet so much information if you were to look at the i think it's the talking circle london talking circle london uh instagram account i think that's it the talking circle london yeah talking circle london instagram account they have so much information about just like the general things in london that are informative and that people need to know and yeah like knowing your rights are one of them knowing your rights in the uk I think knowing your rights in general, whether you're from the UK or whether you're from, I don't know, anywhere else, just knowing your rights is the is so important. It's important. It's really, really important because these people are supposed to be protecting us and they, you, we need to be protected by them. As in, like, we, we need to protect ourselves from them. You know, that's why I meant. We need to protect ourselves from them because continuously they, like you know, prove our distrust and why we need to distrust them. And the system is basically, you know, set up to oppress those meaning black people. So, I don't know. I do know, but, you know, going into this topic, it just makes me a bit, like, upset. I did have those times when I was younger. I was, like, I had those times when I was literally afraid of, like, my my brothers going outside and living their lives, you know, I was literally, the the simplest things I'd be afraid, because I think this was, yeah, it was, it was crazy, I think, yeah, yeah, it really touched on me, it really, really did touch on me, I was like, I was literally afraid of, like, my brothers going outside and just being there, the wrong, wrong place, wrong time, you know, because I was like, you know, like, my brothers, I, I know them, I know them, you know, like, there's, there's nothing demeaning about their character you know and but it's just it's just the way they are and I worry about them and I worry about my nephews but now I've gotten to that place where I was just like you know what like you can't stop people from living their lives just because of one bad thing you know they they choose to not look upon that yeah they're oppressed but they choose to look beyond that you know we're, we're, us black people are all depressed especially black women the most dangerous, the most, not the most dangerous, but the most oppressed people on the planet are black women. Why? Because they are women and because they're black. Well, that's a different conversation, mate. That is a different conversation. <laughs> that's a different conversation because I was I was looking at the similarities be- between black men and white women. It's a, it's, that's a different conversation. Maybe it might be my next one. I think it'll be a very interesting conversation. But yeah. Um, just marginalised like marginalisation I think marginalisation yeah something about that yeah yeah that would be an interesting conversation but yeah that's just me rest in peace Richard um, your family you are literally on our minds I think about you and I pray that you're in a better place and yeah and who else? Who else? Dmx, Dmx. You know what? Yeah, I'm familiar with Dmx, but I didn't listen to him like that. You know, I'm definitely familiar with his works, but I think what really, what I really liked from this week was the fact that people were sharing really nice memories with him. And I was like, I was recognizing some of the videos. I was like, I have seen this video. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Like, you know what I mean? Like. It, it was just it seemed like he was a genuine guy. And they were sharing um like scenes from Romeo and Juliet, like when he starred in that with Elia, I think. I've only really watched that film like once. <laughs> and yeah, like he, they were just sharing memories as to the kind of person that he was. And I think I saw this one video where he was describing about like if he if he were to die. He would be his last thought would be i've lived a good life and i was like yeah like that's the mentality that you should have because he essentially has lived a, a, a good life and i can tell that he has impacted people so much That like, i'm looking at videos and i'm thinking people were like uh I, the last video that i saw was that apparently that his body was in like um was in a van and they were moving it from the hospital and like people were just surrounding the car with like um his his songs people were singing his songs and going hype and going crazy over his songs and i'm just like that's just that's a very nice way to be like remembered you know i think yeah he definitely impacted a lot of people people have been saying their condolences uh he died on the same day as prince philip i believe yeah he did and (laughs) i think uh i was on a that's I don't know. I don't want to talk about Prince Philip just yet. I will leave that on the next segment. But going back to Dmx, um, yeah, Dmx, yeah. Just looking at all the footage and the nice, kind words that are being said about him on the TL and on, on, on like the media. It's just, it's just really nice. It really, really is nice. And I'm seeing more about his character. And yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think he's good. I think he, he really was good. Obviously, you know, not everyone's perfect, but having, I think you literally just made such a big impact. That's what I believe. I think, you know, when it comes to legacy over impact, I think impact is more important rather than legacy, knowing how many lives you've impacted. So yeah, and like I've changed obviously. So yeah, I I was just, I was just really pleased to see everyone respond in such a nice way to his passing and rightly so this guy this guy had some 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 tunes you know x can't give it up <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah who knows I might just play a little uh, DMX song I'm part of my segmentation <laughs> part of this episode I might play some DMX songs uh but yeah I'd like going to Richard, even talking about Sarah, rest in peace Sarah, Sarah Everard. That whole situation was crazy. The fact of being killed by I don't know. But obviously she impacted so many lives. People were saying enough is enough and you know like it's it's been enough, you know? It's just I feel as though it's people are saying more of the fact that it's enough is enough is because she was a white woman and I understand that. I really do but i I couldn't help and i I don't know this is i I don't think this is bad but i couldn't help but have that thought of would she receive the same like not attention but the the whole the the whole situation behind it the whole thing with the the, with the the was it what was it again um when everyone went to the park everyone went to the park yeah everyone went to the park to pay respects and they laid flowers and then there was like a uh transgression like going on between the public and the police and the police were getting really aggressive and there was like fights and people got arrested and all that stuff i wasn't there obviously but like i I could not help but think i could not and this is why i was thinking because everyone had their masks and stuff and like the police were being really aggressive and I couldn't help but think, I was like, I, I, Lord forgive me for these thoughts, but a part of me just feels as though it's a bit right, that if it were a black woman, would she have received the same like treatment? Do you know what I mean? Like, would they have been on her hadn't it not been for the fact that she that she was white? like for Sarah Everard, I don't know. I do resonate with her story because I think it's it's one of those situations where it's like, you know, enough is enough. Uh, I, I personally feel as though like I can understand, obviously I can understand, I'm, I'm a woman, but like I especially understand because I'm a woman the fact, the fear that I get just for running, like going out for a run, and probably and lowering my volume just in case something were to happen, or the fear I get when it's an early morning and I'm walking past a man, not knowing what he could do, and he's on his way to work, but I don't know that, you know. It's the simplest of fears, and uh, I don't know. It's the world that we live in is just crazy. It's crazy, and yeah, rest in peace, Sarah. But I could not think, I couldn't really eradicate that thought of had it been a black woman would she have like would this whole thing would have been like would it go down the way it went down you know (laughs) and yeah rest in peace Sarah though I really do resonate with her story and I hope that she is in peace the same with DMX and the same with Richard and briefly I do want to like adding to what this week has unfolded for me yeah <laughs> this week has unfolded for all of us but one in particular is that i was watching this youtube video and it's um by this youtuber called joe franco i don't know if you guys are familiar with her but i, I like her <laughs> she used to have this um youtube channel called uh, was it what was it again damon and joe or joe and Damon? no it was damon and joe because i watched i watched them both they both have separate channels now and yeah i watched damon because he lives in paris and he's always talking like he's just always talking about paris and like i just love him so much and yeah and joe she was talking about um yeah they both speak they both speak multiple languages by the way they speak like five languages so i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to aspire to be them you know I really am, and Jo in particular. I think she's she's Brazilian, so she speaks uh, Portuguese, English, obviously. Like she's American as well, um, French. Uh, what else was she learning about? Italian. She's always saying how like Italian and Portuguese. No, it wasn't Italian and Portuguese. It was Italian and Spanish. Are basically like, the same language. Uh, yeah, I think she speaks Spanish as well. Wow. Arabic she's learning Arabic this girl is I'm telling you this girl makes me want to like step up my game so yeah I'm always listening to I'm always watching her videos and this one was particularly interesting because she was talking about her experience of being shot four years ago yeah so that was like 2017 she was talking about her experience being shot and how it just literally like changed everything because she was telling them she was like yeah that morning like you don't expect to be shot like it's just an average morning and she was like yeah I got into arguments with like my family and then like we were going somewhere and I don't know I don't know if I should be telling the story but it's her story to tell but I'll just give you a brief little intro and yeah she was saying oh yeah like my story um my story is that you know like I got shot I was in a car." and there was robbers and like my uncle has already been shot like he had been shot before. So his initial thought was to continue driving because he knew that if he were to be pulled over because the robbers were looking for like a getaway car, you know, so he like, she was saying, no, oh, yeah, like my uncle, he knew that if he were to be pulled over, he would get instantly shot. Like they would all die because it wasn't just him. It was, her, it was him, like the aunt, Joe and her cousin, and, yeah, and then she was saying, yeah, like... So, he just continued driving. And then the robbers apparently got mad and they shot the car. And then she got shot in the back. And and what was crazy was that, like, she was sitting in the middle... And her cousin was sitting on her right-hand side. And she looked at her left. And literally, if she had been on her left side... Then she was, like, talking about God. And she was, I was like, yeah, like, definitely. Definitely God was at play. Because if she was sat on her left-hand side she would have been dead because the left hand side literally it would have like entered her skull because it was it was such a oh no I was, she was she's like um she shows like pictures and stuff like that so yeah definitely check it out but uh yeah she was just explaining like you know like from that from that story like from from when i was like shot you know like she was saying oh yeah when i was shot I was like in bed. I was in a hospital. I could stand up. She was putting on a brave face, and the doctors couldn't believe that she she was shot because she was standing up and like walking to the hospital, right? And she's like, yeah, in, in Portuguese, she's like, yeah, yeah, I've been shot, I've been shot. And then the doctors just like got her a wheelchair, and I don't know, I got, yeah. So she was just on a bed, like in the hospital bed, and then she was like, she refused to not sleep because um no she refused to sleep yeah she refused to sleep because she was afraid that it might be her last night and i was like oh my gosh i can't even imagine like what she was going through but like eventually you know like the the bullet was too close to her her, her spine so they couldn't remove the bullet without you know paralyzing her <laughs> and so the bullet remains in her till this day so she had to take care of it when she went home and what she was saying was was that like she was so so grateful like of course yeah a life a life near death experience actually would kind of like shape the way you would think about life but for her it was like it was like a wake-up call and then she was talking about what i really liked about the story was that fact that she was talking about how she got a bit too comfortable like she went back to that comfortableness that we all do, you know, when we're just a bit too comfortable, like yeah, our days are like regular day to day, usual day, da da da. But we don't really process the fact that you know, you were able to get up this morning, or you were able to eat, or you were able to like walk with no pain, or do you know what I mean? Like the simplest things. And she was just crying and explaining about how her gratitude for life had like drastically changed, and how she got comfortable after like a year or two. And then she went back to the sense of, hey, like, I'm here, I'm alive. Like, I have this story and I just want to tell people so you can make changes in your life. And I was just, I I was just like, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I kept thinking about it because I was like, you know, like, going back to the story for me, I was thinking, I was like, you know, with the whole thing with COVID, yeah? I was like, I haven't got sick once. I was thinking to myself, I was like, I haven't got sick once. And people are dying, like, left, right and centre. But here I am all alive and well, literally, even in France, here, right now, all alive and well, and, like, I, I can't not be grateful, like, I can't not literally strive moment by moment, and that's what she was saying, I was, like, you just have to, I'm just briefly explaining what she said, but you just have to, like, listen to her full story, it's on her YouTube channel, it's on her YouTube channel, her name is Joe Franco, and yeah, she just talks about how she got shot four years ago. It's literally anniversary, <laughs> literally anniversary, and now she's just thriving. She is literally thriving, knowing that you know, God really <laughs> works in mysterious ways, and God like she had a guardian angel that day, and I was just like, oh gosh, like, but yeah. Check it out, check it out, guys. Check it out, I'm telling you, this girl is not disappoint. She she has the, one of those personalities where it's like, you kind of like, get happy, you know? That is ecstatic, happy, vibrant kind of energies, you know? So I really like her, I like her. I've been watching her for a while. I watched her like, when she had her YouTube channel with Damon, I watch them both now, but yeah, not on separate channels. But yeah, she's a a great girl. Great, great girl. Great girl. And yeah, you guys should watch that. But yeah, I'm going to take a little break now. I know I've been rambling, but it's for... It's for me. I guess it's for me. It's for me to unwind. And for you guys to listen. For you guys to listen very much so. Because what I say it's literally just me chatting shit but <laughs> and like i'm just unwinding to be honest but yeah definitely need a break and yeah i hope that you have enjoyed this episode so far and yeah i hope you guys really take on board as to what i'm saying and keep it with you we're next going to talk about prince philip prince philip and the whole monarchy because it needs to be said so, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed it so far, and I hope that you enjoy this next song.
1: Yeah, this right here, Tommy, goes out to everyone that has lost someone that they truly love. Come on, check it out. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show.
0: you guys have enjoyed the episode so far and i now want to talk about prince philip my 99 year old granddad or great granddad i don't know what the the circumstance about that is um yeah my condolences uh you know like rest in peace um (laughs) the thing about this situation yeah like literally i do want to say my condolences because it it is quite sad like any death is sad and we like to remember the life that they lived and yeah his life was lived in service and he gave up his life practically for service and yeah we recognize that you know but the thing about this yeah (laughs) this is a touchy subject um i don't think it's touchy to disregard his death like you know like I do genuinely wish his family um you know well to get through this tough tough time um but you can't you can't deny it. it's it's you know it's disappointing it really is this is disappointing but you can't deny that it's not it's not surprising. Um the guy was ninety nine and he, he he could have made it 100, 100 years old. He he was almost there. He was almost there. But ultimately, um, I think after his heart surgery, I believe last month, and you know, like with his age, it was just his time to go. And my heart goes out to Queen Lizzie. I think um, what I what I interpret from this is that you know they were married for a long time and losing someone after I think it's like 73 years of marriage is I can't even imagine what she's going through but yeah sending strength to the the family um I can't help yeah this is just me I can't help when I was where was I I was on a walk yeah I was on a walk I was on a 10k steps walk I literally made it to 10k i was on a walk i didn't touch i was only on my phone for listening to music so i only had my airpods in i wasn't on social media and yeah i was just on a walk i was on a very very long walk yeah and i was exercising outside and yeah i came back and then i was like let me just check i was like let me just check the tea i think i was on instagram first and i was like okay cool i'm scrolling through stories i'm like Ugh. Sometimes I feel as though like Instagram literally just takes up all my energy, but I'm just like whatever. I was like, I'm just scrolling through and through um, Instagram accounts, and I see my friend, and she posts like a a rest in peace Prince Philip, and I was like, no, I was like, she's lying, and I was like, but why would she lie? Then I was like, let me just check Twitter because you know Twitter is literally my news, you know. So here I see rest in peace Prince Philip. I was like, oh, oh he died oh I was like no really I was like you know because nowadays I was thinking I was like these people are immortal because bruh I kept thinking I was like like Lizzie the whole family the whole thing they have been around for time so I was thinking I was like this is just me bantering I don't really mean it but I just kept thinking I was like oh like he actually died but like, the way he was, the way, the way he was appearing, the way he was appearing, yeah, like, um, I think it was about time. Not about time, not saying I was wishing for his death, because I wasn't. I know many people on the TL were, and you lot are bad mind for that, and you need to repent. But, um, but I was just like, oh, okay, okay. And I was just like, oh, okay. This is interesting, this is interesting. And me personally, I'm not affected by it, but I was just thinking, I was like, I wonder how London's doing right now. I wonder what's happening. And I was just checking and I was like, yeah, people putting flowers outside Windsor Castle and Buckingham Palace. But then I was thinking, hmm. Like crowds are forming, by the way. Crowds are forming. And I was just thinking, hmm, where's the police? Where is the police? And I was like when it comes to the royal family, anything, everything is disregarded. But what I did respect, though, was there's something that I did respect about Prince Philip. Uh, I read that he mentioned that he wanted his passing to be minimal, that he didn't want to make a fuss, especially during this whole pandemic thing. And I was like, pick up on that, because um, I'm not sure everyone would be the same, you know? But I was like, yeah, pick up on that, you know, like up on that you know um a lot of respect when it comes to that and i respect him and yeah people i don't i haven't seen any wailing i haven't seen people crying but people have just been like yeah rest in peace it's not like <laughs> i don't want to be rude but like given from the footage that i got from diana's funeral it hasn't had that much of a uh of an effect not Diana's funeral but Diana's passing like her her passing it, it hasn't had that much of an effect and I don't know um yeah I can just say that you know I was just like okay like okay cool like this situation has happened um and yo like I can't like I hope I'm not the only person who had this feeling as well yeah I was like you cannot deny I was like, there's something in me who's it literally is telling me that somehow they are going to link this to Meghan. I said, somehow, tomorrow's newspapers are going to be, oh yeah, Prince Philip died because of the Oprah interview. Like, something was telling me. Some, someone was literally like, some, I think I was watching Murad Murady's, like video and he was literally saying exactly what I was thinking. And he was like, yeah, like, you know, like some people... I bet they're watching they're watching this all f- unfold and they're literally typing oh yeah prince philip dad because of oprah oprah's interview with megan and harry i was like you know what people some people are twisted and they will get their judgment there they will get their day when they're judged because <laughs> but yeah i got story that you know harry's coming back but i heard that you know like through harry because i was watching a couple interviews through harry that like his relationship with his grandparents were pretty good so yeah i think how can you not come back you know but on doctor's orders princess megan megan markle uh will not be returning to the uk just because you know the girl is the woman <laughs> the girl is um mid like she's due i suppose she's due very soon she's got a couple months on her but she's literally like more than halfway through her pregnancy so it wouldn't be safe as well for her to travel I think from LA to the UK is like an 11 hour flight I would know (laughs) Like it was not pleasant but luckily my was, yeah my plane was I got two planes so that was fine but like I do remember me taking British Airways from LAX to um, Heathrow so that was like an 11 hour flight it's not, it's not fun, especially in an economy where you're sitting and you feel like you can't breathe because your legs are like tied up. And yeah, so I can only imagine, you know, Prince Harry is willing to do that because it is his grandfather, and Meghan will be there in spirit. But no doubt, there are people who are already under undermining her, undermining her, saying yeah, like she's selfish, she doesn't want to come to her step. Grandfather's freaking funeral, or her husband's grandfather's funeral. Like, I'm like, eh, th- like, I'm sure everyone would understand it's a freaking pandemic, and it's not that much of an issue. But you know, there are people who generally do not like Megan Why? Because she's black, <laughs> a-, a woman of color. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I-, I feel as though that's like the main thing that really is, and we definitely got that through the Oprah interview. There's no doubt about it and yeah i just couldn't help but think they are somehow going to link megan and i haven't seen anything so far but i uh i won't be um like it wouldn't be a shock to me you know i haven't seen anything so far but like it really wouldn't be a shock to me because the uk especially the uk press are twisted and what i was thinking was i'm not gonna lie i was thinking i think yeah again i don't want to put this out into the universe of Queen Elizabeth's like death but we cannot deny I think the UK will go on a frenzy I think the UK would literally go mad when the Queen dies because she's been there so long and we haven't imagined someone else taking her position I feel as though when she dies would it be the right time to abolish the monarchy and that's the main question of today's segment you know Will it be is it the right time to abolish the monarchy? And I was thinking about this question when I was watching the Oprah interview because I was thinking, hmm, this family, this family, yeah, um, they've been around for so long. And what makes them special? <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, what exactly makes you so special? Like, were you really appointed by God? Like, that's how, you know, you become the Queen. That's how the Queen became the Queen. She was anointingly appointed by God, apparently. I don't know. Like, I wasn't there. But, like, I was just thinking. I was like, you know what? We are in the the year 2021. The world has fully evolved. Like, I'm sure everyone can agree the world has fully evolved. And, like, we've changed so much and you know i was just thinking about this question and while i was thinking about this question i was actually doing some research and i came across the one of the instagram uh accounts that i follow and it's like i said it's the talking circle london i believe and like they posed the same question it might be the time to abolish the monarchy and what they were saying was i'm just reading exactly what they were saying Uh, I've got it written down here because I feel as though it's very important. And what they were saying was that, like, the monarchy essentially promotes social division. So they were saying, you know, Britain runs on a class system and the monarchy are at the top of it. By definition, royalty is an advertisement, that pedigree still matters in Britain. And can't stress this enough, I do feel as though royalty is an advertisement. And when it comes to the, 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 the division, that the a division, <laughs> when it comes to division, yeah, I do feel as though, you know, it does kind of symbolize hierarchy. And that's essentially what, you know, the Instagram account was saying. They were saying, you know, um, the pandemic, the COVID pandemic has exposed Britain's class divide, can literally be a matter of life and death. And my gosh you know when i saw that when i read that i was like this is so true because i was thinking about the time when boris johnson was ill right and i was like no doubt boris johnson was ill he probably had the best doctors like he was he was ill and then he was back back to um roaming the country you know and I was just thinking, I was like, no doubt, because it literally became because he is like one of the most powerful people that we have in the country. And I was just thinking, I was like, this is crazy because, oh my gosh, you can't even deny, you cannot deny, there was a sense at the beginning of this pandemic, here. Yeah, there was a sense of, um, what's the, what's the saying? Every man for themselves. Yeah, that's it. I kept saying that I kept saying that to my family I was like I I I get that sense of every man for themselves because literally I remember when people were stocking up on tissue stocking up on toilet paper stocking up on food and stocking up on water and like like literally it was every man for themselves and people were fighting oh it was disgusting people were fighting and it was literally it was like every man for themselves and the wealthy definitely you know accumulated they definitely benefited from this because they they could they could and i was just thinking i was like oh gosh like the pandemic really did expose britain's class divide it can literally be a matter of life and death because the rich the middle class the whatever you want to call it could it it wouldn't affect them as much but you would see the working class literally starving um Gosh, can't even express, you know, the mal people, the mal children who did not eat because co- the schools were closed, and you know that's only their their only way of eating. And oh, gosh, it uh, it really is like just I'm I'm advising you guys to actually check out this Instagram account because it really does open your eyes as to why I think it's the best time to abolish the monarchy. Maybe not now, but you cannot deny that there would be a sh- a change when queen elizabeth dies and that's because first of all nobody likes charge (laughs) charge (laughs) nobody likes charles yeah no one likes that guy not gonna lie it's the truth no one likes you it's it's i'm sure you've changed i'm so i'm sure like you know you and camilla are doing well but you know when people still have that like that hatred it's like diana was beloved like she was she was family Oh my gosh I can't even imagine I saw this girl on Instagram and she was describing about how her mother was given birth to her brother and she was saying oh yeah like this was around the time that Diana died and she was like yeah like you know my mum gave birth to my little brother and um, when the nurse came back the nurse was crying and then my mum was like, what's wrong? What's wrong with the baby? Da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, nothing. No, no, nothing's wrong. It's just that, you know, like, Diana's died. Mom, the mum went into a coma. Let that sink in. Her mum went into a coma because her love for Diana was so much. And I think it's just hilarious. We laugh about it, but it's like, you know, like, Diana really did resonate with the people. And that's why she was always loved and will continue being loved. And till this day, I can't stress this enough. I've already talked about Diana in her previous episode. So you guys check, check it out. You know, I did that, I think, a year or two ago. And yeah, cannot stress it enough that this woman is still holding so much influence after her passing. She is one of the most influential women of the 20th century. And yeah, Charles and potential, it's not potentially, I, I think she will be, it will be King Charles and it will be Queen Camilla, people ain't gonna to that, people ain't gonna, people are not gonna like, there'll be one half of the population that won't even care, then there'll be the other half where they're just like, you know what, like, fuck them, Queen Elizabeth is done, so the whole institution needs to be done, and I think it's about time they're they're, they're done anyway, because after that oprah interview it's about time but i was just thinking i was like how can they come back from that how can they come back from that because it was literally so bad it was so bad and then you saw these we saw these pagans i'm sorry this is what they are we saw these pagans literally how they did it was that the next time we saw the media put like a video of kate and william showing up to i don't know where they were i think it's a school or something i can't remember showing up to a school with a lady a black woman in african attire behind them i said coincidence i think the fuck not because i was thinking this is this was literally like two days after the interview and i was like this is so funny because one the black woman's there two is because she was in traditional african attire and I said, you know, you know us, yeah. We we don't go, we don't do African attire. Well, at least I don't know for like my family, we don't do African attire unless you know we're at home, or it's a special occasion, or even if we're just going out. Yeah, okay, I, I get that. You know, you just want to go out. Yeah, my mom, my mom does that too. Like it's calm, it's fine. But I just found it a little bit suspicious that she was in the African attire. She was a black woman. I think she was in her natural hair too and she was behind them literally it wasn't like five steps behind it was actually like direct behind behind so she was in the same shop so she was in the same camera lens camera shot and I was just like you know what this is we're not idiots I was like these people we're not idiots we see what's going on here and it's just ridiculous and yeah me I'm a Harry and Megan Stan of course I'm a Harry and Megan Stan fuck the monarchy Lizzie, Lizzie, whatever her name is, Queen Lizzie. I've got respect for you because you've just been on the rain for so long. I can't imagine how you're doing. And she's literally, like, she's viewed the world. Like, she's seen everything from the Kennedys, from Nelson Mandela, no doubt from Martin Luther, the King. Like, she's just witnessed history. And, yeah, like, I was like, big up her, you know. Big up her. But yeah, rest in peace to your husband, though. I was thinking about like, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Lizzie. I hope you're staying strong. But yeah, the woman's 96. I think she, she, like, even the royals can't, can't freaking, what's the word? They can't hide from death, you know? Death comes to everyone. But yeah, it was just his time and, you know, rest in peace. I heard the funeral was going to be next Saturday, I believe. Harry's going to come through, Um it's going to be a private one, it's not going to be one of those, we've actually, I don't, I don't know, we, I've never seen a freaking, I've never seen a um a royal funeral, I've seen a royal wedding, they forced it on us, Kate and oh freaking William, <laughs> uh, Kate and William, they forced it on us in 2011, oh, I can never, I can never forget that because I think they made a film as well. Oh, they were pushing that romance. But yeah, funeral I've never seen. I mean, I was live when the Queen Mother, she passed away. I think she passed away at like 101 in 2001. So I was live during that, but obviously I was too young to remember. And yeah, like Prince Philip, rest in peace. But yeah, going back to main topic of the segment should we abolish the monarchy Uh, uh, what was I saying yeah Um, another point is that there is nothing about a system that guarantees by law that one family will receive taxpayer funded grants palaces in which to live special protections from criminal justice criminal justice Protection from that. Yeah, we already know who I'm talking about. Barely disguised political influence and deference of elected politicians. Yeah, so talking about taxpayer funds, we already know that, you know, my mum and my... Whoever's listening to this, <laughs> your mum and everyone who's just a part of the UK, you know, and is a taxpayer, you contribute, you contribute to paying for all these things that they have. And I think uh, for me personally, I remember when I was younger, I kept saying to myself, I was like, why do I have to pay tax? Like, I was thinking to myself, because I didn't, I, this is when I had no knowledge of like tax and all that stuff. i was thinking i was like why do i have to pay tax like why do i why can't i keep the money for myself like why do i have to give to this i was i was thinking i was like from a selfish point i was like why do i have to give you my money if i'm going to a job and i'm making money for me why do i have to give it back to you why do i have to give it to you and it's all about capitalism and how the society runs and i think the main thing that i got from it was that the more money you make the more money you have to pay tax. And for me, that that was like, that was like, mind-blowing. I was like, what? I learned that in secondary school. <laughs> I learned that in secondary school. It was an exercise that we did. And then I was like, drawing the conclusion that, okay, cool. The more money I make, the more I have to pay tax. And that's because, you know, the, the people that are in that tax bracket can afford it. And I was thinking, I was like, cool, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But still, I was like, I was like no wonder people are doing like undercover fraud or undercover tax invasion or you know what I mean like hiding their money from the government I'm like yeah people can be selfish but I don't I was like I don't think I'd ever be I think I would literally just you know give it up but yeah that just comes with more knowledge and more more awareness and just accumulating knowledge on the whole aspect and yeah I was just thinking about taxpayers you know like we we fund all of this and, um, oh, the main point, special protections from criminal justice. You know the Queen cannot be... Um, she can't be arrested. She can't be prosecuted. She can't... She she just can't go to jail. Like, she could kill someone and get away with it. Diana! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am... Oh, gosh. That's another conspiracy check out my previous episode on diana princess of wales you can get more information about that but yeah um, i'm not going to say much more about that but yeah just check it out i advise you it's on a couple episodes down so yeah guys look at that listen to it tell me your thoughts and yeah keep it moving criminal justice what's his name prince oh my gosh I've actually forgot his name prince andrew prince andrew jeffrey epstein the link jeffrey epstein and prince andrew key witnesses describing that he was ugh. and this till this day this guy has not been he's lied and he's not been charged why because he has privilege he has privilege of being a man he has privilege of being white he has privilege of being in the royal family and i'm not going to say much more about this because i feel as though he's just he's one individual that you just have to give so much energy to and i don't have that energy this morning (laughs) this morning this afternoon and yeah that's just for another day you can all you can you know read about him you can watch his interview on youtube you can watch the jeffrey epstein documentary like you guys can do your own research about that and yeah um another point is that the queen doesn't actually exercise any formal power so we all know that you know like we have our prime ministers they actually execute the power the queen is literally just a figurehead she's the individual who goes state by state just to say just to show face that's how i've interpreted it um correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think she actually can exude power she's just formally known and seen as the formal figurehead and represents the country, you know, in a commonwealth and just around the world. And yeah, like I do respect her because I know she's been in the game for such a long time, but I can't deny, you cannot deny that there would be a very big shift for when she passes. And now that Prince Philip has passed, like you know like it's just lizzie lizzie's 96 i believe and her days are number two i'm just thinking about how that whole situation will play down i i genuinely think that the monarch will literally end when queen elizabeth ends as well and that's just me being like that's just my opinion you know i hope you i don't know if you guys agree with me you are entitled to your own opinions but i i feel as though that will be the case and we'll, we'll only find out in time we will find out in time whether the monarch will the monarchy will dissolve when queen elizabeth Dole dissolves and yeah like not to be kind of blunt about it but i feel that that will be the reality and we will never know well we will know but just in time so yeah i hope you guys have enjoyed this segment i hope you enjoyed the whole episode And yeah, I I think this was a very genuine, unwinding session. I'm literally sat here just talking to you guys because I feel as though, you know, this week has literally been so much. And I've had a bit of free time to actually work on my craft, to work on this podcast. Uh, School has been hectic as usual and recently i haven't even been sleeping well because of the amount of assignments and work i've done and another thing yeah can we abolish freaking group presentations i'm done like whether i'm in the uni in the uk or i think it's like international group presentations are a handful and i'm tired of leaving my grade in the hands of others it's literally... I, I can't... Like, I was like, I can't... I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. But, yeah, that's another point. I, I saw that on the TL. I saw that on Twitter. And I was like, I agree. I think 20, 21-year-olds, you know, like, that should be the limit. After when you turn 20 and you're still in uni, like, you shouldn't be doing group presentations. Like, I just feel as though like this is a bit, you know, we're not in primary school. <laughs> and I'm tired. I feel like no one... No one's the same, you know? Everyone is different. And because everyone's so different, it's quite annoying. <laughs> I don't know. It's my own personal experience. I don't have bad experiences, but I'm I'm very aware of um, how group presentations kind of make me feel. Just knowing that I have to depend on others. I don't really like that. And, yeah, I'm so used to doing my own work. Group presentations, I just... I get on with it and I do really well, but I just hate the fact that it's like... Depending on others, but yeah. I Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. New one is coming out soon, I promise. And yeah, I hope you have enjoyed. You've in, you've learned some couple of things. For those who are not familiar with Richard and his story, and Sarah and his story, I'm sure you know Dmx and Prince Philip and all the COVID. Um, just I think just people in general actually who have died this week. Please let me know. I'll send my condolences, um mention them in my prayers and yeah this week has literally been a crazy one. Oh I do want to mention Nikki. Uh I can't remember her last name, but I do recognise her because she was on I think Celebrity Big Brother and I do recognise her. I was like, oh wow, she passed away I think yesterday and yeah my condolences to her family And yeah, I hope you guys have just enjoyed this episode. This episode has been a handful, but you guys get the gist of it. This is literally just me unwinding myself and talking about just the situations that I have happened this week. And yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this and I will see you soon. Well, I can't see you soon, but (laughs) a new episode will come out. Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys are well and until then.